Here's another little line from Carl Jung. Until you make the unconscious conscious, it will direct your life and you will call it fate. Uh, I'll read it again. Until you make the unconscious conscious, it will direct your life and you will call it fate. And I think my follow-up question is, how? how? How do you make the unconscious conscious? What is that process like? And um, what are kind of the dangers and opportunities that lurk in this kind of terrain? And is that... Is that what we mean by, by growing up about, by even, you know, to sound real spiritual-ish, you know, becoming conscious? And uh, I want to talk a bit about that again today through the language of dreams. And I have another podcast uh, about dreams where I work with another friend of mine. We work a dream. It's a long dream, really. And so our conversation, our back and forth takes about an hour. It, you know, it takes the time it takes, and we didn't really put any constraints on it. So I invite you to, you know, sit back and um, and let yourself experience the dream as, as you're hearing it and as I'm listening and allowing, allowing uh, the dreamer here to deepen into the experience. And um, yeah, so that's where I'm going today. I guess this is uh, part two of um, on dreams here and uh, and this Sunday my four week course on dreams starts and there's still a couple of spots open so if you're a last minute kind of person or you're just bumping into this podcast and and you have time and um, we'll be meeting just for four weeks 3 p.m. Eastern time um, we'll meet over Zoom and uh, if you can't make a meeting, we, we will record them, but we'll be talking about the nature of dreams and, and working with them and really working with as many as we can in our, in our little two hour window on Sundays. And um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. So uh, that, those details are on my website, kentdobson.com. And uh, yeah, thanks for supporting me. Thanks for uh, listening to this podcast, Hints and Guesses. And, um, you know, I don't want to say a whole lot more here at the beginning um but maybe just maybe a little bit of a bridge but uh between the intro here and and the um and the actual listening to the dream um back to the question of of making making the unconscious conscious and if you fail to do so you'll call it fate like how um well I'll give you some examples, like when you keep falling in love with the same kind of person, though you, you know, swear you'll never do it again, or um, you end a relationship and only to begin a relationship that over time takes on, you know, very similar patterns, or you end up working for the same kinds of people or finding yourself in the same kinds of ethical and moral dilemmas inside your work environment again and again and again. Like, what is happening? You can just continue to blame the outside world or you can begin to wonder about what's under the surface here, what's under the hood. Or maybe, speaking of holidays, you know, 
repeating the same roles in your family again and again, the same patterns. You keep showing up in the same kinds of ways. Though you're, you, you know, you swear on one level, you'll not show up like this and you'll not follow into the same habits you just do in some way. It's still unconscious. And if you even know what role you're playing in your family, that's a whole nother level. Some of us are, myself included, you know, so unconscious about our habits and patterns. We're not even aware that we're playing a role inside our family systems and, you know, or, you know, you swear you're nothing like your parent and only to have it mirrored back to you how much you are like your parent. You know, these are just really everyday examples of, of the way in which things remain unconscious, direct our life, and then we call it fate. We call it just, that's just the way it is. And what Jung is saying is that, um, there, that part of growing up is being invited to make some of that unconscious and unknown material more conscious, to chew on it, to consume it, to be with it, to let it have an effect on, on, um, on how we see the world. And see, dreams are a great place to start because you go to bed at night and you don't get to say, the ego doesn't get to say, the waking conscious self, who you think you are, your Enneagram number, your Myers-Briggs, whatever, doesn't have a say in what comes out of the, uh, out of the unconscious, out of the depths of the ocean of the unconscious realm. They just come to us and they call, they call to us from the other side, so to speak, saying, um, here's an opportunity. Here's a bridge between worlds. Here's a bridge between what you know and what you don't know. And, and working with dreams is going out to the middle of that bridge and, and meeting what comes from the darkness and from the unknown. I don't necessarily mean dark in terms of negative, but, um, and dreams in particular challenge our waking conscious, our, our sense of, of what we're good at and what we're not. And, how we want the world to go and um, just boom, out of the, the depth of sleep, um, our framework is challenged if we'll let it. Our ego, in other words, is challenged. So yeah, again, let's listen to another dream. Special thanks uh, to a friend of mine who came on. Um, you know, we were trying to make it anonymous. She does say her name partway through, which is fine. Um, but we'll just kind of keep it mysterious. And um, I encourage you to listen with a with kind of uh, a kind of softness, not like the the peering, uh, rational, interrogating mind that we can all fall into. Who is this? What's going on? What what can I figure out? There's nothing to figure out here. We're just relaxing into the language of dreams here and um, letting it letting it rise up for both of us and. Um, and affect us. And you'll see that, that over time, this dream does in fact, um, bring a, a kind of, uh, treasures come out of the deep here and, and you'll see the way in which, um, the actual dream images and what appears to be the invitation of the dream does affect the dreamer. And, um, yeah, I just feel honored. I'm so honored when I get to sit with people anyway and work with dreams. So, um, I'm honored to do uh, to do so here. Um, I'm not going to make an outro. So um, let me just add three things here. 
the first is if you if you want if you're interested you can always contact me and if you're if you have a lot of dreams and are and are curious about them contact me uh, we can set up some some sessions um, or you could you know check out my my dream work course um, if you're <laughs> a last minute person here um, or um, a, a great uh, book one of my favorites is by Robert uh, Bosnak a little course in dreams it's called excellent book and also very practical uh, so that's a sort of pathway um, I'd encourage you down if you have an interest in dreams even if you say to yourself right now I'm not much of a dreamer that that can change um, just you know in I was gonna say in the blink of an eye you know I, it sounded like too corny um, but kind of like that yeah just by saying hey I'd like to remember my dreams I'd like to pay attention to the unconscious and I'd like for it to become a little more conscious yeah even that kind of intention can open that pathway um, without even much effort and maybe even the opposite of just relaxing our effort. Um, and finally, maybe just a suggestion, just start recording your dreams and, and see if in some way you can't enter the dream scene in the morning, just in those few quiet moments, like let it happen to you and you'll see more or less that's what I'm doing with this uh, particular dreamer. So and again, thanks for tuning in. You're in for a treat. Um, if you've you know, got to be in a certain mood, I think, to listen to a long dream like this. But I hope th there'll be a, a a kind of richness, and and I hope it will, st you know, stir around in your own, in your own stuff. So, all right, see you down the road. Thanks for trying this. Thanks for making making time and trying this little experiment. Um. Okay, before we get going, I thought maybe just, I want to invite you just to close your eyes here and relax and sort of like forget about, um, you know, what you've thought about this dream up to this point or what you think it might be about or, or even the anxiety of not knowing what it's about. Just kind of relax. Like here we are just together here in Colorado and I'm here in Georgia and just a couple breaths. And when you feel sort of like, all right, relaxed and just take me into the beginning of the dream. So I am with my partner, Nick, and we are on the coast of California and we're we're like trying to find a restaurant to eat lunch at and nick says i want to go to the youngian cafe um it's a burger joint and i'm i'm aware that it's in san diego it's a bit too far for us to go there we're not that close to san diego and but we start driving down the coast anyway and um we see on the coast this old seafood hut restaurant that I've, I recognize I've been there before. It's kind of like the local spot, not fancy. Um, just kind of like a big open room that serves fresh seafood. And we go in, we know we're not going to eat there because Nick is not interested in eating there, but we go in anyway, because I want to check it out. And it's kind of like bumbling, it's really packed. And 
I catch sight of this table filled with um, older women who are really interesting looking. They're they're like kind of glowing. Um, and they're just kind of like, yeah, just chatting, chit-chatting and eating big bowls of seafood. And I am quite like enamored by them. And I go up to their table and I'm like, can you guys tell me your, um, your beauty tip? Like, is it because you eat so much fish, fresh fish? Um, they're very interesting looking. They're kind of almost look like they're like mixed race, like maybe like Japanese American and have uh, very like radiant cheeks with freckles on them. Um, anyway, and they they kind of like giggle at me. It's like a little awkward that I went and said that, but they are like receiving me sweetly. And, and then we um, turn out and we're walking out back towards the door and Nick asks someone for a recommendation of a seafood restaurant that's a bit more inland. And he gets a, a recommendation from this person and he gets really excited. He all of a sudden is like in go mode to go to this restaurant. I'm following behind him back towards the car. And Nick gets in the car, um, a black like SUV car. And he drives away without me. And I'm like, oh, like how, how kind of silly. He, he, he's so excited that he forgot. Um, and like surely he'll realize I'm not in the car pretty soon and turn around. So I start walking down this road after him, um, anticipating him turning around at any moment. And I'm walking down the side of this road um, and increasingly like the night, it, the scene shifts into night and I'm walking down the side of this like pretty big highway and Nick still hasn't turned around and I'm walking and walking. And then all of a sudden I'm, I kind of like enter an underpass, maybe like where one highway goes underneath and another one goes above. And it's, it's dark now. It's very dark. And I'm kind of like, I'm maybe in the more of like a urban setting now. And um, underneath this underpass, there are like houseless people. My, my assumption is houseless people like milling about um, like some people kind of like in the corner or like resting up against the pavement and in the center of this underpass, there's one person sitting on the ground and there's some things around him, like maybe some body parts and some vomit. And I'm getting a, a little more agitated. I'm like, where is Nick? Like, I shouldn't be here. Um, and I keep walking through and, and then this underpass almost kind of shifts into like an underground transport center or something. And there's more and more people. And um, I'm, I continue to feel like a, more and more afraid and uncomfortable. And 
at one point I hear people like either people talking really loudly or even maybe on a loudspeaker, people start talking about loyal soldiers. And in, in the dream, I'm like, wow, that's so interesting that they're talking about that. I wonder, like, I wonder if they are talking about loyal soldiers in the way that I, I think of loyal soldiers or if they're talking about loyal soldiers, like external loyal soldiers. And anyway, I'm like, all this time I'm getting more and more agitated. Like, wow, I, I should not be here. I'm so surprised that Nick hasn't, hasn't discovered that I'm gone and come looking for me yet. And I'm starting to kind of feel like threatened, like my life is um, in danger and that I shouldn't be there. Like maybe even like, maybe even in some way, like the loyal soldiers are looking for me or something like that. And yeah, the voices are like, the loyal soldiers are coming. And I realize in that moment that I have this kind of like superpower or this skill that I've used before in dreams. Like I remember in this dream that I've done this before in dreams that I, if I breathe at a certain cadence, um, like really focus on my breath, I can actually float. I can float and then hover above whatever scene is below me. And so I do that. I like focus on my breath and I kind of begin to float above the scene. And I'm trying to like get out the door of this underground transport center. And I, I like float out of the doors and I'm looking for Nick. I'm like, surely he's parked and he's somewhere still looking for him and I never find him and I wake up. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Quite a, quite a dream here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's um, yeah. Beautiful. Thank you. Thanks for sharing. And let's, let's go back through it. Um, yeah. This opening scene you're with Nick and you're on the coast and, um, you know what, how's that feel to you? I mean, is this a place you like to be? Like, what's the mood? What's the atmosphere like? Yeah, I, I do like it. I'm like, I want to eat, I want to eat at the seafood restaurant. I don't ever like say that, but I sense that, um, it feels like, yeah, almost like I can actually like feel the breeze and like smell the the ocean and the um kind of the fishy smell. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, do you not want to go to this Jungian cafe, this burger joint? Is that just kind of or is that just like a a suggestion and the dream kind of just moves on from that? What's the feeling? Yeah, that's kind of just a suggestion and I guess the dream moves on because then he ends up asking for a recommendation for a seafood restaurant, but a different one that's more inland. Yeah. Yeah. And and so Nick here, um, he's not interested in eating in this initial cafe you go to. Like, can you describe more about him? Like, what's he like in the dream and how are you different? Mm. 
Um, he is, yeah, it's interesting. I don't actually like really have like even an image of him. It's more just like knowing he's there, but he is, yeah, he's, he's kind of on a mission. He's like, I want to go to this place. Then doesn't even really consider this place, which to me feels like, um, in a way, like the obvious spot, it's like the locals are there. It's kind of like bumbling. It's a bit more like, um, lively, like fresh, hmm. um, it's on the coast. It's kind of like old school. Yeah. Um, What kind of mission, what kind of mission, like a mission to what, like what kind of experience is he after? yeah. Um, I'm not so sure. Maybe something like a little more predictable or familiar. Um, um, Like mainstream, is that kind yeah, of like like maybe a little bit more mainstream, yeah. Yeah. And and do you have a feeling about this? Does this annoy you or is it just kind of like, oh, well, matter of fact, or what's the, how do you feel about, about him, about mission here and. In the dream, I actually feel like kind of matter of fact about it. Maybe I feel maybe like sad, like I'm aware. I'm like, oh, but this, I love this spot, but I'm also, I'm not like too bothered by it. I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. We can, I'll, I'll follow your lead. We can go to this other place. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and then you see these women and, um, Yeah, you did a beautiful job of describing them almost mixed race and kind of radiant and glowing and eating these seafood bowls. And just try to let this scene happen to you a little more here and kind of be in their presence. And um, what happens to you in being in the presence of women like like these women here? I I just feel I feel like I want to hang out with them I want to like learn from them I want to like I want to like swim in the same um water something like like what what are you guys up to how how are you still so vibrant mm -hmm. they're like older and um just seem they have so much um vitality in them and yeah i feel inspired and, and curious there's also like some mysteriousness um yeah yeah, yeah. really really look at the their cheeks here their radiant cheeks and their vitality and um try to let that like affect you in some way or or allow yourself to be affected by such radiance and what happens to you like imagine that their radiant cheeks are touching your cheeks in some way and what what happens to you mm. yeah i'm like i'm seeing their 
cheeks almost like if I really focus in on the freckles, it's almost like stars. Um, and, uh, there's like a vastness and kind of like a spark or something. Like I'm like, I can almost like feel, uh, some, like some sort of kinship maybe like I like recognize that, uh, spark. And also I'm like, um, like called forth by it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and while you're here, just feeling that kind of calling, just, I mean, you could even imagine your own cheeks, your own freckled cheeks, like stars like this. And um, see if you can feel that from the inside, this kind of radiance and mystery. And tell me if you notice anything. Oh, there's just, there was just a wave of like some sort of um, like tears. Um, I guess maybe it's like, yeah, that, that mixture of grief and gratitude, but something of like the beauty of that, them, the beauty of them and like how it's impacting me. There's, I, I don't know, like um, something so precious about it and like um maybe like scarce or something like that like I'm almost like a um I think well an emotion that's coming up for me too that's maybe not necessarily in the dream but something like oh I'm like I I'm like grieving for the moments that I don't feel that like the moments where that's not as available to me which in some ways has felt um familiar in my life recently yeah like can you say what your longing is here um yeah a longing for um just feeling feeling so close to a sense of vitality and radiance that's like sourced from something much vaster and mysterious and like something that these women are um tapped into and that i i have known and i'm wanting to be like in more consistent contact with yeah yeah and and just imagine here for a moment, like try to put yourself in their, in their seat here. And even, even imagine here drinking from these, were they drinking from this, these seafood bowls or using a spoon or I guess it doesn't matter. Like try to feel into that and feel into the consuming of this. Mm. What, what happens here? Mm. 
Yeah. It's, um, it feels like, um, like when I'm like looking at this seafood soup, it's, it's both like really delicious looking and also like kind of gross, kind of like, uh, <laughs> um, like I, I love it. And also it's like, it's not like eating candy or something. Mm -hmm. It's, it's like, um, kind of, uh, feral or something wild, um, kind of like the textures are like, I kind of like swallow, swallow it. Um, but it's so nourishing. Like I, it feels like I'm kind of like, um, just swallowing life into my body. Do that, do that here. Just keep, stay with that and swallow that life into your body and the kind of raw, rawness of, and feralness of this particular soup and let, let it like go into your, into your core and What's that feel like? Mm, feels grounding. Um There's a way it feels soothing, enlivening, yeah. Um, but also in a very like, almost kind of like, ah, uh, like homey. It feels homey. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Try to stay in this kind of homey and grounding place, having been nourished by this kind of mysterious seafood bowl and, um, and we'll role play a little bit and, and I'm you and, and you're kind of these women. And, and so I, I'm going to ask you, what are your beauty tips and what's your, what would you say? Well, I'll just share like the second you kind of switched those roles, I I immediately like saw uh dream Emma, dream me. Oh, send the name. <laughs> um yeah, with just like such delight from the perspective of these women. Yeah, yeah. Tell me more about that. Like if you can stay with that. Yeah, kind of like yeah, like cheering on, like, yeah, like drink drink the soup like um kind of hopeful actually like yes like here's a here's one who 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 wants to do this who's kind of like um being nourished by the same thing um yeah Yeah, and just to come back to the question, maybe there's nothing here, but 
um, I was just asking in a kind of playful way, like, well, what are your, what are your tips here? Or is that the tip? Drink. Mm -hmm. I I kind of want to it's something kind of like uh what's coming is something like you know you know the secret like you've got the secret you just have to keep keep saying yes to it keep doing it like you're recognizing it because um yeah yeah something like you already have it yeah you already know this there's nothing there's nothing to say to you here mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. beautiful yeah yeah and if, um yeah thanks for deepening into this part of the dream and um then if i remember correctly nick nick wants a more inland restaurant and uh and you're you know i guess that's okay with you um and he he's kind of gets excited about this new mission of finding this inland restaurant and um he's walking out to the black suv and are you feeling anything as you're having to leave this scene of the women or in the dream are you feeling anything at this moment um mostly i kind of just i feel like delighted by that encounter i'm not i'm not feeling like oh i don't want to leave or like yeah it's something kind of like i'm feeling maybe resourced and just kind of like ah oh, like yeah 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 okay yeah and so um sure enough as dreams tend to go uh nick leaves you on the side of the road here and um <laughs> and yeah you're walking and and it's getting dark night is coming and you have to enter this underpass and at least i could feel as you were first telling the dream there's a there's a shift like from day to night here and and even some kind of i guess what would be sort of natural fears like seem kind of like a growing danger here just it being night am i, am I right in that sense yeah mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, and um, so then you, then you see these um, houseless people is what you called them, and 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 even body parts and vomit and what's your what's your reaction around as you're beginning to look around you and see what this place is actually like. Well, one thing that's interesting to me is. Throughout like the, the the beginning of this uh, part where I'm walking along the road, I'm I'm feeling actually kind of like maybe even kind of casual about it. Like I'm like, okay, like just walking along the road. Like I'm not even mad at Nick. I'm like, but I'm actually kind of it's kind of like cute. It's almost endearing that he was like so excited about this restaurant that he he just left and like definitely he's going to come back i can trust that he's you know he's gonna be like oh my god i, I don't have emma, emma in the car um but yeah when i'm when it starts to shift like the shift into night almost happens at the same time as like it becomes a bit more urban feeling and um yeah at first i'm kind of just 
like curiously observing, like I'm noticing, okay, it's darker. And now I'm like in this kind of like mix of highways. I'm like under a road, there's just like pavement all around. And um, yeah, there's like a handful of people scattered about. And once I, yeah, there's some, um, there is some fear arising. There's also sadness of just like, oh yeah, like this is here. Um, a, a lack of familiarity, like I'm not as exposed to this reality. Um, yeah. It's kind of unfamiliar to you in a way. Yeah. It's unfamiliar and yeah, at first I feel like I'm like able to kind of like neutrally observe it. Like I don't immediately feel threatened. Like I'm not, I don't actually think that, yeah, these people are like out to get me or something. I'm just like watching them in their lives. And then, yeah. And then it starts to shift. Like I see the body parts and the vomit and that makes me feel like a little cringy, um, kind of like a little like, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. irritated, I guess. Um, what are and, you, wearing? what are you wearing here? Like, how are you dressed? How are other people dressed? Do you have any awareness of that? I don't actually. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, the other, I don't, I'm not, I don't know what I'm wearing, but the others, it's, you know, it's like kind of dark, it's dark, so I can't, but it's kind of, yeah, I want to say like raggedy. Um, and then, but then it almost, yeah, then I mentioned like after I see this person in the center and there's the, the like potential vomit and maybe even some body parts, um, I, I keep like walking through and then it almost is like, I find myself in a more crowded, um, like underground transport center, maybe like a bit of a subway station. Hmm. And and, the, are people are coming and going. That's what you mean by yeah, And then there's more people and com coming and going. It's more diverse. It's not just, it's not just like people who are, are, um, posted up under the bridge at night it's like people are moving and going and um you know like dressed in all sorts of different ways and um but but I actually almost even feel like more agitated by the that combination of like yeah and then it's then that I hear on the yeah it's I I kind of, am, I'm more and more, it's almost like I'm in between these scenes, almost like in front of me, there's like a lot of people, mm -hmm. there's this transport center and then like behind me, there's this underpass and these houseless people and more and more, I'm kind of like, I shouldn't be here. Like, where should you be? You, you should be where I shouldn't be here. I'm the kind of person that should be where. It's not necessarily like focused on where I should be. It's more, it's almost kind of like, 
I don't know how to be here. Like, I don't know if I'm safe here because I, I don't, I feel, I feel kind of like unequipped to be here. Like, um, yeah, like I, I feel there's like yeah. some danger because I, I don't know what to do if someone were to approach me, you know, like I'm, I just kind of, am like, Oh, oh man, like, I don't know. I don't know about being here. And well, sl slow down here for a second yeah. and just try to try to feel that, try to let that feeling of, um, I, I don't really belong here. I don't know how to be here. This, this is not the right environment for me. And I'm not sure what I'm doing here and just try to, try to let that grow a little bit and can you tell me like is that a familiar feeling to you or where's that feeling reside and what's it do to you i feel kind of like in this moment i feel kind of squirmy almost like um <laughs> this is a little embarrassing but um like I remember some of the first times I ever smoked marijuana which was like a long time ago in high school like feeling quite paranoid maybe like almost like I I'm feeling like maybe everyone is like aware of how much I'm standing out or something like there's kind of like eyes on me yeah. And I'm because of that, I feel like it I would be like an easy, I would be like an easy target for something. For what? What kind of target? I don't to I don't manage of or to make fun of or what? No, maybe more like I mean in this specific case, maybe like for getting robbed or for like yeah. Um yeah, I don't, I don't quite know, like, if there's a specific threat I'm feeling, it's more just like, um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not quite sure, maybe even like ganged up on or. Yeah. Well, let's, let's play with this just a little bit. Um, let's imagine this is an experience that you have some familiarity with and the dream is kind of taking you a little closer to it. This kind of feeling of being out of place and maybe a bit paranoid and eyes are on you. You're not sure what to do. And, um, well, how do you respond? Like, how would you, what would you do to, in this kind of situation? What's your strategy here for what happens when you're feeling uncomfortable like this? Do you know? Um, well, my first response was to say, I'd probably just leave. Mm -hmm. And in a way I kind of do that in the dream. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what, that's what, you know, what you're picking up on here. This, cause right away over the loudspeakers, there's an announcement that, or something that people are talking about loyal soldiers <laughs> and, uh, okay. So um, do you actually have a sense? You said something interesting in the first telling that you were wondering, like, I wonder if they think about loyal soldiers in the way that I think about them. Well, I, I was, I was like, um, I, 
I, in the dream, I kind of like, I noted it and almost kind of like giggled about it in the dream. I was like, that's so weird. They're talking about loyal soldiers. Like, I wonder if they're talking about, like, I wonder if they know about like the maps and models of animus. Like, I wonder if they're talking about those types of loyal soldiers. And, and then I'm like, well, may, may, probably not. I think they're talking about like a different type of loyal soldier or something. And then I start to get worried almost like, well, there's whatever kind of loyal soldiers they're, they're like coming for me. Yeah. Yeah. They're looking for you. They're looking for me. As if, as if to do what, as if, what are they up to? Do you have any sense for that? Yeah, I I don't know, like to take me away or um Yeah, I'm not quite sure. Almost like almost feels kind of like just something like we we found you or like we got you, like we see you. Yeah, pretty much the definition of a loyal soldier. Yeah. They're not going to really give up their task here. And somewhere in the midst of this, you remember or recognize that you have this kind of superpower skill mm -hmm. that has something to do with your breathing. And so I want to invite you to, to kind of do that now here, like try to breathe in the way that you think this superpower breathes and kind of like let, let yourself experience this capacity to float above and when you're feeling it just let me in and tell me tell me what that's like Um, I'm aware that it takes a lot of focus, like a lot of focus on my breath, like, but it's also like pretty useful. Like I'm kind of amazed. I'm like, oh yeah, I can just like, like breathe myself out of this. Um, mm -hmm. and yeah, I just kind of like slowly, like hover above the scene i'm kind of like up by the ceiling like out of reach out of reach of any of of the people down there the potential loyal soldiers um and yeah there's still i guess like some uh vulnerability to it in the sense that well one i'm still like, I'm still kind of like, where's Nick? Like, I'm still kind of like looking for him. And then two, I'm also aware that I really have to keep the same breathing pattern. Like I can't slip up mm -hmm. or else I could, could fall back down to the ground. Do you know what this breathing pattern is like, or is that a thought? Like, can you actually breathe in that way as we're yeah. sitting? Yeah. yeah, do it, do it a few times and tell me a little bit about it.
I mean, it's mainly just like deep rhythmic breathing, like focused, mindful, um, kind of like meditative, long inhales and long exhales. Does it feel like a superpower to you as you're doing it right now? Yeah. yeah. Um, not as an escape route, but as a presence route. Mm -hmm. You do feel more present when you're doing that. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. And and from from the dream scene, you're kind of above, and you're noticing what what are you noticing down below you? And... Um. Well, I I definitely like just notice the distance. It's it's interesting because in the dream, I'm almost like. I don't have like a huge sense of like my body. It's more just like I'm I'm looking down, like my vision is looking down at the the scene below me and it's just like the same scene. Maybe it feels a little less, yeah, it feels a little less like chaotic or scary, maybe even like a bit slower when I'm looking down from above. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. now from this place I, I want you to if you can try to bring in these women from the seafood restaurant into the space like into your awareness and I'm curious about what it's like when they're near you and how might they feel or about this capacity that you have or or just what happens when you bring them into into the field mm. Mm. i'm i'm noticing in my body almost like I'm I'm kind of like in the beginning I'm kind of like flying I'm like looking down kind of my body parallel to the ground below me kind of like yeah face down and when I invite them to this scene one I almost I like start to feel my body more and it's almost like my body just kind of like slowly like shifts to a more vertical mm. position um what what does that do to you like if you're in a more vertical position therefore what like how is well i feel more like kind of ground grounded for sure kind of like oh like a little more relaxed Mm -hmm. um i don't um it's kind of like they're around me 
and they're just like with me and looking at me. I don't really feel much. Um, almost kind of they're, yeah, they're just like neutrally kind of like, oh, you're doing this thing and almost kind of like just holding space for me to like find myself again. Mm -hmm. Does that feel right to you? Yeah. Um, Hmm. Yes, it's kind of hard to know if this is like, yeah, maybe my, my mind is a little active right now, but it's almost, in a way, it, it feels a little kind of confronting, not necessarily in a bad way, but like almost in a sweet way. Um, I'm, I'm like a little more vertical now and I'm kind of like, oh, like, hmm, that was interesting. Um, and then, and then these ladies are just kind of around me being like, yep. Mm -hmm. And I'm, it's interesting because I'm like, I'm not going back down and I'm not, I'm kind of like, I'm, yeah, I'm still just, we're kind of like in our own little world up here. Oh. I don't get the sense, I don't get like a pressure from them to like make a decision, but I can feel maybe a little bit of like, um, what's the next move? Like, where do I go from here? Yeah, well, you tell me. I mean, where do you go from here? Like, if it's slightly but lovingly confrontive, what's the move is what? And maybe you don't know, and that's fine. Mm -hmm. There's a part of me for sure that's like, I want to like, go back down there. Maybe, maybe you all could even come with me and we can just like walk through the freaking transport center, like a normal person, and like make our way. Uh, and there's also a little part of me that's like, eh, I don't know. I don't know about that. Like, I don't even know where that leads to. Yeah. Cause well, you'd prefer what, I mean, in, in this, in this case. to just stay up here in a way? Mm, not necessarily. It's a little awkward being up here with all these ladies looking at me. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, that's good. It's a good point. Yeah. Maybe we could actually leave it there in a, in a sense, like 
I mean, I want to talk a bit about this dream with you, but maybe we can just leave it in this kind of like hanging here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, um, I mean, I don't want to push it one way or the other. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but there does seem to, did there, there seemed to be a kind of um, coming together of worlds between the world of these women and the kind of place that you found yourself in, the superpower and the underground transport. Did mm -hmm. it feel like those worlds were coming together a bit? Yeah, it did a little bit. And um, yeah, almost kind of like the ladies uh, were kind of like, yeah, we can be here. We're kind of unfazed by this. It's not like typically where we hang out, but um, yeah, they weren't. They weren't like, they weren't needing to escape it in, in the same way. I don't, I don't sense. Um, one thing I, I, I'll just note, and when you ask like where to go from here, there's part of me that's like, uh, like one option is like, well, I wish I could just like teleport back to the table in the restaurant with these ladies and just drink the seafood and blow. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Uh, and then there's also like the option of like, well, like, can I just like find Nick and get in the car with Nick? And like, where's Nick? Where's the car? And then there's also the option of like going back down to the ground and um, continuing the, I guess, the mystery of like, I don't exactly know where I am and where it's leading and when Nick might if if I might run into Nick again yeah yeah well maybe we could just try just very quick a little imagination experiment and um, see if you can put your feet on the ground again in the transport center just your feet are on the ground and you're, you're kind of between the hustle and bustle of people coming and going and then behind you is this kind of like overpasses and strange people and um yeah yeah just try to try to stand there and um and see if you can uh bring into your your body and your awareness this kind of nourishing bowl of seafood and Kind of, which is a little uncomfortable, but also kind of nourishing and right. And just kind of let that be in your body as you're standing here and see if it, uh, it changes the way you're standing here. Ah. 
almost like I can yeah I'm I'm back on the ground and it does change how I'm able to stand here I feel like way more in my body and Um, yeah, I guess maybe more like placed, I can like see myself, I can see myself in, mm. in the scene. Mm. Um, what are you feeling? I'm feeling like massive amounts of heartbreak and mm. and grief. Um, oh. Yeah, like almost uh, maybe. Maybe a little more. Yeah, it's still uncomfortable, but in a different way, I would say. Um, it's like a little... Um, Yeah, I, I'm like seeing myself standing, um, feeling myself, seeing myself, and almost kind of like I have, I have now the the same kind of like radiant cheeks and that sort of uh, vitality or glow, mm. and. Um, it feels a little uncomfortable to have that in the scene, just generally. And um, I don't, yeah, there's like a part of me that's like, wishes I could like give everyone or even like the underpass itself, like some of this soup, some of this seafood. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and what are those tears about? Um, well, maybe some of the tears are like, one, that's like impossible. 
or maybe not mine to do, or maybe not even the right thing to do. Like, uh, I don't, I don't exactly know what the tears are about. It's just some sort of like heartbreak. Yeah, that's, you don't need to know what they're about. Um, yeah. Um, what's the dream invitation? I mean, I think I have some suggestions, but what is the dream here inviting you to carry forward, to embody, to be with, to allow Oh. You're asking me to take a go at answering that? Yeah, I am actually asking you to take a go. And uh, the answer is, I don't know. I have some suggestions. Yeah. Um, I think... I, I feel a sense that <clears throat> I fear uh, that this dream in a way is um, kind of like a node on a, a much bigger thread or invitation that's something like um, learning how to, an invitation for me to continue um, growing my capacity and my courage to be able to like maintain and um, expose maybe some of this seafood soup nourishment and mm -hmm. magic maybe in places that are like harder to do that mm -hmm. like the restaurant with the women that's like easy um mm -hmm. in, in a way and and there's something really beautiful about that it's like resourcing it's like oh like yeah we're like we're a crew there's like old women that are doing this and Yeah, but yeah. Nick, Nick's got other plans. He he wants to go inland. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah I feel that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then, like, in the underpass, I'm, like, totally disconnected. Like, I've, like, forgotten about that. Um, that, and I'm, I'm actually just, like, consumed by fear and want to escape. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which... <laughs> In some ways, I mean, this is maybe a layer of interpretation using the rubrics and mo maps and models that we both know. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a reminder that the loyal soldiers, particularly this capacity to escape, it's, it's not going to go anywhere. It doesn't matter how far you go on the path or mm -hmm. how deeply um, uh, 
in conversation with your own depths and your own soul goes, you know, they're still there doing their strategies. And apparently you have an escape button here. That's the way it strikes me. And, um, and the women, interestingly enough, aren't particularly judgmental about it. And that, that's something maybe on your own, you can think a bit about what are my, what are my loyal soldiers? I mean, just go again at the material at, mm -hmm. like, can I name them? And do I escape? And in what way? And what happened? What's the difference between a vertical body and a horizontal body? You know, or where is my body is is kind of also a theme. And so you could wonder like, all right, in my my various ways I escape, where's my body in this? And um, and the women are quite gentle about this because it is a superpower. That's what's funny about all strategies. It is a kind of superpower. And it and it probably can serve can serve you well in some way to be present but also transcend a given circumstance that can serve you well, or it can be a massive escape button, you know, um, or maybe it's a little bit of both. Um, but yeah, I, I, I resonate with what you're saying about the, the, the seafood and to, to whom it might be given or, or something like that. And, And, but I'll make it a little bit more simple on one level because I was I was sensing that a big part of the dream invitation is to feel your your own radiance mm -hmm. and to feel your the trans I'll sound, I'm not trying to sound fancy but like the transpersonal nature of of nourishment like you're you're being nourished by these dream women and by women in general and by stories and heartbreaks and um, generations. And, and you're also, because you're just alive in the modern world, feel the absence of these, these kinds of the archetype that we're talking about, but also just the real presence of, of women and, or men for that matter, who have this kind of uh, nourishing quality to them um, or whatever, you know, you could go in about a hundred different directions. But um, so that was a long winded way of saying, well, if I can give you like some uh, practice is to stand like this stand like you were just standing and feel yourself nourished and uh, let yourself be surprised by the circumstances in which that capacity could be realized because mm -hmm. that's what's funny about the dream because you're sort of saying like not here you've forgotten all about the you know mm -hmm. seafood restaurant so definitely not here and and you're on that's what you're saying you're like uh, i'm i'm hoping to find the courage and capacity to carry this into other places am i am i re is it resonating with what i'm saying mm -hmm. are you resonating with what i'm saying yeah yeah and I mean, yeah, it's close to home too. I mean, I just, I, I live in like a very remote kind of magical canyon, as you know, and I just got back from traveling in the the San Francisco Bay area, Palo Alto, and was kind of like way more in this um, realm of, of 
convention and city and, and just a reality that, I, yeah, I don't have a lot of exposure to in my everyday life. And so I think some of it is like actually really quite relevant to day world tensions as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to say as we kind of close this and then I'll stop the recording here and we can chat for a second. Anything else that's just arising here and in the field, having let this dream have an effect on you over the last hour, really? Mm -hmm. um, well, I guess I can say that one of the things that most surprised me is how much emotion came up uh, when asked to kind of stand there again with this nourishment and radiance and um yeah something like really let myself be impacted by both um the realization of that kind of like that kind of possibility that kind of radiance um situated in in these times and in, in a kind of heartbreaking world Mm -hmm. yeah yeah mm. yeah thanks for that yeah thank you